I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland Cattle, Horses, and White-tailed Deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. So today we have two different uh, breeders joining us, and I'm going to go over the intro stats for the first one. Uh, So he hauls longhorns for a lot of fellow breeders. He does a lot of AI work. He enjoys hunting and fishing. He's actually going to start taxidermy school in June. Uh, He dabbled in breeding rabbits for about six months, getting married in October, and he worked at a Chick-fil-A for four hours. Kind of sounds like a story I'd like to hear. (laughs) Great. Um, Okay. And our second guest, he raises longhorns with his dad and hopes to um, with his son in the future. He has two small kids that keep him pretty busy. Um, He gets the inside scoop on Houston's weather. He enjoys golfing um, and his family has been in the glazing business for 37 years, serving Houston, Austin, Dallas, and some in San Antonio areas. So most of Texas. Should we go ahead and, and, and add them in? Yep. Let's do it. Well, welcome, Lane and Chase. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for thank you for having us. So we're going to be talking about the legacy sale during this podcast. Can you tell us the date and the location? Yes. So this year we're back again. It's going to be uh, Thursday, March 18th through Sunday, the 21st. And it's back at the Embassy Suites in Grapevine. Um, it's 2401 Bass Pro Drive, real easy to find. You can either Google Embassy Suites or Bass Pro Shops. Uh, the hotel is connected. So we're back there again. I think this is our eighth year in a row back at the Embassy. Long time. They do a really good job. They do. They recently remodeled and that looks really nice too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, their whole bar and everything, they actually, they have, it's like a Western theme and Longhorn Heads. They say it was because of us, and I like to believe yeah. it is. <laughs> they like us coming there. So uh, is this the second year that you've had a futurity along with the sale? Yes. Yeah. Yes, last year was the, the first year we did it. Um, you know, obviously, with all the junk that was going on, the sale was moved from March to October. Um, the futurity went over really, really well. Uh, we gave away... Uh, $5,000 to the, the winner who happened to, I believe, top the sale. That was 20 roses yep. that John King consigned and uh, Bill and Suzanne Torkelson purchased. Um, and then we paid out over another 20000 I believe, in, in Calcutta's and Futurity. So it was a big, big jump. Um, something had never been done. was Bear Davidson's idea, and it, it culminated really well. So I think a lot of people are excited for it. But yeah, second year at the sale. Nice. Um, and the sale hosts? Uh, sale host is going to be again the the Longhorn Legacy Group. So that includes Lane, uh, Lane Craft, Bear Davidson, Ann Gravit, Mike Casey, and now Debbie Bowman. Um, so a great group of people. They've been involved in this sale for a really long time, and they're a lot of fun to work with and work for. Yeah, we've we've got a really good group of people that are very invested into the industry, and you know want to see this thing really flourish and take off. 
I know we talked to Mike a couple of weeks ago. Was that Molly? Um, he's really excited about the sale. Yeah. Can't wait yeah. to get to Texas. Yeah, I think he's more excited to get out of California for, for at least a week. He's been on lockdown like crazy, so he's ready to run. Yeah. We got all the snow out of here for you guys. It's all cleared up now. Oh, thanks. <laughs> we got about two feet here we could bring you. I barely survived the last one, so I don't yeah, want to. I agree. I'm, I'm with you on that. So go ahead and tell us about the first year that you uh, that the legacy group took over the sale and um, some of the some of the first times that you all helped organize it. We can let Wayne go first. So we took over it for the first time last year. Um, you know, I think we didn't know what to expect, especially with the pandemic going on, and. Um, we knew that we wanted to change it up a little bit. And obviously that's what brought in the fraternity. Uh, Bear and Chase did a great job putting that together. Um, we also wanted to change up the way the room looked um, just to give it a different feel. So it didn't feel like it was the same thing that they had seen in years past. Um, and then the first legacy I got involved with I think it was Chase and I were talking was 2015 when I got on the board with the TLMA and uh, you know, being a board member, everybody had their own opinions and we all chipped in and tried to put together the best event we could put together, put together. We just, you know, some stuff like that, but, um, but yeah, you know, for this year, it's uh, it's we're, we're trying to play on how we, what we, what we did in October and improve on that. And, you know, in the years coming, we're trying to make it even bigger and better than it is now. So who was the highest selling lot at last year's sale? Uh, last year's sale, I think, was, was 20 roses. Yeah. 30, 38,000, some change, I believe. We had a few more up in the 20s. Um, it, it always, it amazes me seeing the cash cow issue that the TLBAA puts out and how many of those animals is, you know, 10,000 or up or, you know, from the legacy or yeah. from, you know, sales that this group puts on. It's, um, yeah, but she, she was an awesome cow. I know there's a lot of people that really liked her and wanted her. Um, you know, I think Dale Metz won like $3,000 alone in her Calcutta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we tried to convince John, we we're just going to sell her Friday night for the Calcutta price, but he wasn't having it. No, of course not. Right. <laughs> Well, hey, and credit and credit to John for consigning her to legacy. I mean that that takes a lot of guts to put something that good in, and um, it paid off. So John was the consigner. Who was the buyer? Uh, Bill and Suzanne Torkelson, and they they have been purchasing some amazing cows um, all across the country and consigning. They put she's one of my favorite cows. I think alive in the breed that Rio's Royality. Yeah. Just, I mean, she's a royal reputation daughter out of Rio. I think she's she's right at 90, sleek, just low twisting horn. She's just such a feminine, pretty cow. Yeah. Um, so they, you know, they last year they stepped up. Um, they consigned two. I think Lane actually purchased one of their heifers. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, and they they've been big supporters the past couple of years. But yeah, yeah they're, and and they're just great breeders and yeah. really nice people. I mean, they're they're herd. I mean. They've, they've just put together such a great program. I'm excited that they enjoy the legacy. I think 
they like they like 20 roses so much they just went ahead and bought part of her dad yeah like, smart <laughs> It's That's usually how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how many lots are in this year's sale? Yeah, so this year we have 57 lots, um, not including. We have one donation lot for the Longhorn Legacy Grant, um, as well as we're auctioning off the spot. So 57 really strong animals. Um, you know, we like, we like to keep it between the 55 and 60 range at this because they are so elite that we want to give each animal their time in the ring to shine and not overshadow it with a, you know, 90, 100 lots. And how does this year's consignment number compare to last year's? Uh, last year was a little bit different because of cancellations of sales due to COVID. Uh, we were at 55 last year and then took on, I think, another 12. Um, when various sales throughout the year were canceled, we opened up consignments to those who, who wanted to put in a good cow and just had missed. Um, so we're right on where we were pre-COVID. We're not going to mess with COVID or anything like that again this year. We're going to have a good sale. Yeah. So let's reminisce a little bit. When was the first ever legacy sale? There, you know, you hear the you hear the stories of them having a cow sale like up in the penthouse with like Red yeah. McCombs and all those guys running cows up elevators. Um, I don't know anybody that was at that sale, or it, but it sounds really cool. Um, I know Bill and Elizabeth Hudson and uh, Joe and Lorinda Valentine ran it uh, yeah. for years and did really well. And then the TLMA acquired it in 2009, I believe, um, and started running. So as far as the first one, I think it was started out with a few of the you know, prominent breeders back then. Um, and it's kind of had its legacy um, throughout the past 20 something years. So Chase, you said that you got involved with the, uh, TLMA when they took, were you initially with them when they took over this? this no, no, I came in, my, my first legacy sale, um, part of organizing was in 2015, uh, when I first started working for the TLMA. Um, so this will be my sixth, seventh legacy sale to have managed. Um, but yeah, I was definitely going on before then. And then Lane, you said you got involved, was it in 2019? Uh, for like when I, when I joined the board was 2015. Yeah. 2015. Okay. Yeah. 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 Did you, when you were on the board, did you help get things ready for the sale or help prepare for that at all? Every, everyone chipped in, you know, on the board, everyone gave their suggestions and, you know, talked about cows and, you know, what we wanted to see in there and who we could call and get to consign. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how everybody was chipping in. So can both of you give us, tell us your funniest story from a legacy? No, they're all too bad. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them people just won't. Um, <laughs> hired hand to maintain their G rating on their podcast. We, we did have one year. Um, I like to blame bear. It was a transit cow that was not involved in the sale. Yeah, uh, they were trying to do a trailer to trailer swap, and she uh, decided to go for a stroll around the property, um, cruising through Bass Pros parking lot, going up and down about you know half a mile from the highway. So that was very exciting. Um, uh, another, I think my favorite was when Danica actually sold at the sale. That was what, four years ago. Um, she had top, she topped the sale of $380,000. Well, we had just met Mike Davis yeah. a month before. 
So nobody knew who he was. He was there. He had, you know, wine glass, drinking wine, bidding on the sale. And I was like, we're all sitting there. It's like, does he know that it's at 370,000, not, you know, $370, $3,700. So um, come to find out, you know, it, it was just funny, but that, that cracked me up. It's like, what are we going to do? He yeah. Nobody knew who the hell he was. It was oh. like, who's this guy sitting over here in the front? <laughs> it's like, what is this? Like, I'm going to have to tell Alan and Teresa that the check bounced. Like, we, yeah. don't, we don't know. What, um, but yeah, it turned out. And then Bill and Judy wound up buying her. Now Mike actually owns her and her entire family. And I think all but one animal uh, he owns out of it. So that, that cracked me up. And no, that's a good one. Yeah. Good guy too. Very nice guy. So that's one memorable moment from the sale specifically. What's if you had to pick a second, what would it be? Well, I like, I love Donnie Taylor. Um, and I love to pick on him. I can do it because he's not near me um, <laughs> right now. You know, we, we bought a, you know, thoughts and prayers to them. He, you know, his dad passed away, but uh the funniest thing is he had, he had purchased this little heifer from Brent and Cindy Bowen and took her to the Longhorn World Championships. Um, then we got these, this black haired, tan vampire looking family um, who we call the craft showed up. And I had talked Donnie into putting this heifer in the legacy. Well, Les wound up buying her there. And I told Donnie, I was like, I think she can do better than what you're going to sell her for. He said, no, nah, well, y'all brought her back in the spring and yeah. I think it was $78,000. Yeah, um, you did really well. And that was, um, what excited me about that is I think that was an election year. So that fall prices were really down. And that next, so seeing the, how much the market exploded was, was really memorable. Love what you're hearing? Be sure to check out our pickup truck confessions. It's a video series where we hop in the truck or a rental car and interview a variety of breeders about what drives their passion for their livestock how they got started in the breed of their choice, marketing tips, and more. And now back to the podcast. What's funny about putting um, Bringtail Cat in was, you know, the that's that's the one thing about the legacy sale is you're always pressured to put something really, really good in. I mean, I, it's like, it's got to hurt when you put them in. And Ringtail Cat, we were so pumped up about her, but it was between her and one cow that I'll, I'll never part with. And so, you know, after talking with Chase, it's, we decided to do her and yeah, he got his wish. He basically got her in the legacy <laughs> in the end. <laughs> I mean, there's been so many tears shed. I mean, with consigners last year, uh, Tony Stegmuller, they sold that. Uh, I think she's lot nine Elvira cow, uh, black and white, gorgeous Bonnet checks daughter. And I walk up and I think it was a newer, I had never met the people who had bought her. And I, I think they had talked to Larry and Tony, but I go to tap Tony to try to introduce them. And she turns around and it's just waterworks. <laughs> uh, we've got a really good photo of her crying, taking the, taking the pictures. So that's, you know, these people, like Lane said, it's their best animals. And for some of the wives and even some of the husbands, I mean, they've raised them from babies and shoot, even me. <laughs> Lane cries. <laughs> Even last year, I had trouble letting go of the two we put in. It's tough. We didn't know they were going to show up until they showed up. Yeah. It's like, that's how that goes, right? Yeah. We're like, yeah, we'll see if she get, makes it there. 
I, I think this is a fun time to turn around on the podcast because obviously y'all probably been to more sales than we have or would ever hope to. And I would challenge y'all, what is y'all's most memorable moment at the legacy sale, Molly and Janie of Hired Hand Software? I do have to tell you though, I think one of the things, one of the things that I do like the most, or this is something that you guys recently started is the um, legacy grant. Yeah. I, that's, I think definitely a life changer for, for the recipients of that. So I think that's something that's pretty cool. And we, we had all the applications, the deadline were actually yesterday. So we got a bunch of applicants who sent in. Um, I think this year we're going to be giving out close to $25,000. and student loan forgiveness. And these are people who are active in the breed. Uh, Josh Shaw and Melissa Borscht won um, last year um, and helped them eliminate student debt. So, um, and it's through the generosity of the entire industry. We, we raised funds throughout the year um, for this account to give out at the legacy. Now this year we only had last, last sale in October. So I think that sale, we raised almost $18,000 towards the grant. And then Chase Lunsford with, a, with a, another nonprofit that he works for um, committed to $5,000 uh, just recently. So um, it's, it's really exciting and it's, it's, it's cool to see um, this group helping everybody else out. <clears throat> it's really neat. It's good to help people. For sure. So those people who are coming to the sale who maybe haven't been there before or they're not familiar with the area, um, what are some suggestions you have for things for them to do besides the futurity and social and sale? Yep. Well, we'll have, we'll have awesome vendors there this year. Uh, we'll have, I think, Hired Hands coming. Uh, we have Greg and Cheryl Crimes with Custom Wireworks. They do a lot of really cool jewelry. Did you say you think Hired Hands coming? I hope they are. <laughs> <laughs> I believe um, Sabrina Thale will be back last year. Uh, she was there selling uh, her carved skulls that she does with a lot of awesome metal jewelry. Um, we'll have leather works there. So you can shop on your way out to the cattle, but Grapevine's an awesome place. Uh, you've got Great Wolf Lodge down the road. If you want indoor water parks, uh, my personal favorite is Bass Pro Shops connected to the hotel. Um, and there's a ton of, just nice little bars and restaurants you can go to, but obviously I think you're better off just staying at the embassy and, and checking out all, all the legacy has to offer. Um, if anybody's hearing this and is flying in, they do run a shuttle from, I think it's DFW international, um, which is about five minutes. So just step outside and hop in the embassy cart and they'll, uh, they'll bring you to the hotel. Is there anything else that uh, we forgot to ask or that you'd like to share about the sale this year? Um, I think, you know, as as many as people as we can get in that room with everything that's going on, if people just know to come and have a good time and Uh, uh, buy some cows or as as Dale would say, swap some stock. (laughs) We're very excited to have everybody at the legacy this year. Um, there's a, there's a couple that could be high selling lots. Yeah. I always just say one of them is my go-to answer. You want to, which ones do you think? There's one that's getting a lot of attention and I think everybody knows her. (laughs) Right. Maybe somebody will roll the dice and get lucky. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But again, yeah, some of the, the best pedigrees, the best people, we've got consigners from across the country coming all the way from Maryland to Oregon. Um, 
our sponsors stepped up big, the consigners stepped up. So we're, we're really excited. And I think you, know, you, you go through each year, but this is such a strong lineup of not only we got 200 inch cows selling, which I think this will be the first time a hundred inch cow ever sells. And we got two of them, yeah. uh, which is very exciting with Nancy, Nancy's consignment and then Richard and Jeannie's consignment uh, with awesome Trixie. But every one of these animals can improve a program. Um, and they, they've been built for this sale. These are yeah. generations and years of breeding to, to make it to grapevine. And we're, we're excited to share it on behalf of the consigners and everyone involved. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I want to say one thing. Um, without the consigners, you know, this isn't even possible. So, um, you know, whoever ends up watching this, and if it's the consigners, thank you all so much because it, we can't do it without you guys. And we really appreciate it. Well, thank you both for joining us today. And I know Jamie and I are looking forward um, to the sale this year. So hopefully everyone everyone else can attend and see what it's about. Definitely. And if, if you can attend or make it in person, uh, it will be online, Hired Hand Live, backslash bidding, I think. Um, so get on there. We'll have haulers going back all across the country. And you can reach out to uh, Bear Davidson, myself, or even Lane, uh, if you have any questions. And we're, we're just ready to get it kicked off here March 18th and 19th, or 19th and 20th. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank y'all.